0: Hello everyone, this is Easy Natural English with Liam, an English listening podcast where I, Liam, talk to you in natural English that's a little bit easier than things like TV shows or movies or other things aimed at native speakers. So I'll be speaking with no script and no editing and today I'm going to talk a bit just about uh, something that I did a long time ago, and that is uh, walking to Everest Base Camp. Um, the, reason, yeah, the reason I thought about talking about this today is just because it popped into my head, and I thought uh, maybe it's interesting, especially at this time when a lot of us can't travel um, because of the coronavirus pandemic. I thought maybe it would be good to tell a bit of a travel story. Um, so if you don't know what um, Everest Base Camp is, um, then uh, I will explain. So, um, of course, I think all of you will know what Mount Everest is. You know, So it's the uh, biggest mountain in the world. Um, it's uh, in between uh, Tibet and Nepal. And uh, yeah, in the Himalayas, and uh, it's a very big mountain. Um, I think it's, I can't remember now, eight eight thousand meters or something like that. A bit more than that, I think. Um, But of course, um, I didn't climb to the top. To climb to the top, um, actually, yeah, you kind of, you either need to be very, you know, good at climbing. You need to know what you're doing, or, or what a lot of people do is just spend a lot of money. And yeah, have kind of a team with them and have a lot of equipment and things like that. Um, So most people who go there uh, do the same as me and they just go to base camp, which is 5,500 meters high, um, which is still pretty high. That's uh, higher than most mountains. Um, So yeah, 5,500 meters above sea level. And there's also another point you can walk to which I did, that's like 5,700 meters above um, above sea level. And from there, you have a very good view of the peak of Everest. Um, so this walk, uh, a lot of people... Um, actually, I just talk about um, where I was before this. So I, at that time, I was doing a very long backpacking trip around Asia. So I started the trip in Indonesia... And then I went to Singapore, and then uh, Malaysia, and then Thailand, and then uh, Cambodia, then Vietnam, then Laos, and then I went back to Thailand, and then uh, flew to Nepal. And yeah, I went on this hike. Um, I was uh, traveling with a friend before that, and I was going to go hiking with my friend, but uh, he ran out of money and couldn't travel anymore. So he went uh, back to the UK, and I uh, continued travelling. And I went to Nepal by myself, and decided to go on this hike by myself. So a lot of people, um, when they get to Kathmandu, you know, which is the um, the centre, uh, I mean the capital of Nepal, a lot of people take um, a flight. They take a plane to. Uh, it's a long time ago, I'm trying to remember the name of all these places. Lukla, I think it's called, is the name of the airport. Uh, it's a very, very tiny airport. I think it's the world's highest airport, I think, or the world's highest sort of landing strip or something. Um, so some people take this very small plane, you know, one of those, like, yeah, sort of, not like a big, you know, jumbo jet or something, very small plane, and they take it to this point, which is already quite high, like um, 3,000 3, meters high, or something like that. And then they climb uh, further two thousand and a half meters to get to base camp. Um, but to me, that kind of felt um, I don't know a bit like cheating or something. Kind of flying half the way up. Um, and I had uh, a long time in Nepal. I had uh, six weeks. Um, Because I had like one visa and then I extended my visa and I had like six, I ended up staying for six weeks. So um, I, yeah, I was in Kathmandu in the capital and I had like no climbing equipment or anything like that. So I just bought um, a jacket and some boots and um, not much else really. I didn't really have any equipment because. Um, along the way because this is a very popular walking trail there's a lot of lodges like along the way there are these little villages you know where local people live and you know they do things like farming or something and um, along the way yeah you can stay in these lodges these little inns you know these little family run hotels so normally it's just like one family and they have like a house, and they basically have a spare room or two rooms, and you can stay with them. Um, when you get past the, so actually, so I, the story's not in a very good order. Um, so I I didn't want to take the flight, like I said, I didn't want to fly in the airplane, like halfway, so I took a bus, and I went to a place called uh, Jiri, or Jiri, and um this place is ground level, or I think just about ground level. Um, so then I walked the whole way. And this is actually the original starting place of uh, the people who first climbed to the top of Mount Everest. Um, so yeah, it was sort of like retracing their steps. And actually the first people to climb Everest, um, that was Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay. Uh, my dad actually met uh, Edmund Hillary um, back when he was uh, a boy. So, yeah, very, <laughs> uh, very amazing person to meet. The first person to climb Mount Everest. Yeah, my dad met him. Um, so, yeah, that they started their trip in Jiri. Um, so I started there as well. And it makes the hike much longer. Um, but honestly, the first part was really the fun part because there really wasn't much around, you know, I was walking by myself and most of the day I wouldn't see any other people, you know, occasionally I'd walk past like some farmers with like some yaks or something, you know, yaks are these like really big cow things, big hairy cows, Um, so they'd be walking past with cows or yaks or something like that, yaks were kind of a bit higher up actually, they were like cows to begin with, Um, you know, donkeys, things like that, so just walking past the odd local Uh, The odd local means not many, just one or two. So walking past a local sometimes and then maybe sometimes seeing some other hikers, other uh, like tourists, but most of the time not seeing anyone, just walking for hours every day by myself. It's very peaceful, very sort of, um, I don't know, very good memory of mine. So I was walking along there and then finally I walked to the point, which uh, like I said earlier is called Lukla, where most people fly, most people take the airplane there, and when I reached that point, suddenly it was really different, suddenly there were loads of tourists, and you know, when I was walking along, I would see lots of other people hiking, and lots of other people walking um, up to the last point to Everest Base Camp, so um, yeah, I was really glad that I did the bit at the beginning, because that was much more peaceful, much more enjoyable, not being surrounded by so many other people, and um, you know, and just, yeah, the the hotels were very small. Um, They were just, like I mentioned earlier, just sort of staying with a family. So many times at night I would be with a family and uh, usually you'd be eating dal bat, which is like dal and uh, which is like dal, which is lentil, lentil curry and rice. Um, And normally it would just be me and then like the family. And normally they didn't really speak English. Um, So yeah, we'd just sort of be, communicating and gestures and things like that and it was quite fun. Um, but then yeah after Lukla the hotels become much more um yeah these lodge well they're still kind of lodgers but they still they become much more like a hotel, more professional, more like a business, and yeah, they kind of lose the charm when you get to that point. Um so yeah, then I walked up along there and then after that point I started meeting some other people along the way and talking to people and walking with other people. And usually most days I would walk for like seven, eight hours a day um, because there wasn't much else to do when I wasn't walking. And then I walked up to Everest Base Camp. And yeah, that's the kind of spot where people really start preparing for the dangerous hike to, or the dangerous ascent to the top of the mountain. But then most people like me just stop there, turn around and go back. And I was thinking about taking the airplane back to Kathmandu Lukla but I had more time left on my visa and like I said I really liked that first part of the hike so I thought you know what I'm gonna walk all the way back to Jiri. So in total this hike, this walk, this trek lasted uh, about two and a half weeks so it was a really long walk like I said every day walking for eight hours sometimes longer basically as long as the sun was up I was usually walking just wake up in the morning and walk and you might think, well, it's a long time to walk, but there's nothing really else. to You know, when you're in the mountains of the Himalayas, there's nothing else to do. I had one book with me. Uh, I didn't have a smartphone at that time. Uh, I mean, some people had smartphones, I guess. But I mean, I don't think there would have been any connection anyway. Um, and I just had a compass and a book. So I didn't really have much entertainment. And I finished my book um, before the end of the hike so I just started reading the same book again, Um, so yeah, in the evenings I'd just sit around a fire because it was quite cold and talk to the locals and then during the day I would just be walking and sort of just thinking about stuff, you know, yeah, it was a very sort of meditative time, so meditative means like meditation, you know, I got lots of good thinking and yeah, sort of just cleared my mind a lot, it was a very good time. So uh, yeah, that's a little bit today about my uh, hike to Everest Base Camp. Hopefully uh, some of you enjoyed that. Thank you all very much for listening. If you'd like to hear uh, more podcasts and if you'd like to support me, then please uh, check out my Patreon page. There is a link for that below the podcast. If you'd just like to send me a tip and say like, hey, Liam, your podcast is really great and really useful and you just want to buy me a coffee, then check out my buy me a coffee page. There's a link below as well. Um, There's also a link there for my YouTube channel um, for my italki page. And yeah, that's it. All right. Thank you all very much. And I'll see you back here next time.